Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection for episode number 33. Recently, I got an unexpected invitation from Ricky Timms. He invited me to come see his wonderful art quilt studio and gallery in La Vida, Colorado. And the invitation was to come and hang out for a couple days and just see what's going on in his neck of the woods. Well, I thought, I don't have time for this, but hey, if Ricky Timms called you and said, do you want to come and see what we're building here in La Vida? How could anyone say no? I know I couldn't. So we scheduled a time. We stuck it between our two busy schedules, and I took off for Colorado. He picked me up in Silver Springs, Colorado, and we drove a couple hours to La Vida. I had no idea what to expect. Well, I'm glad I didn't have any idea because it was better than better than better. And during our time together... I got to see the gallery. I got to see where they dye their fabric, where um, they tape their DVDs and all that good stuff. And I thought, hey, wait a minute. While I'm here, I'm going to do a podcast with you. And Ricky, of course, agreed so graciously as he is. We spoke about hand-dyed fabrics, about what's going on in his neck of the woods. And at the very end of our podcast, he played the piano unplugged for us. I know you'll enjoy. Good morning, Ricky. You're up bright and early. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us today. Happy to be here. You have so many things up your sleeve that I want to talk about today, but I want to start with hand-dyed fabrics. I am a little leery of working with them, and yet when I look at the wonderful fabrics that you have here available... I just want to grab them all and buy them. That's what you want, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and I think that there's a texture and a look uh, to hand-dyed fabrics that's totally different than the commercial fabrics, which are perfectly wonderful for, for quilts. But I do find that uh, people are a little bit afraid of hand-dyed fabrics because they just expect that they're going to bleed. And honestly, whether or not they're going to bleed really depends on the person that has dyed the fabric. Ultimately, um, the fabric shouldn't bleed. Um, we use Procyon fiber reactive dyes, which are very color fast and very permanent. They molecularly bond with the fibers of the cotton fabric. The only time you would get bleeding in a fabric like that is if the dyes are not completely washed out. Now, we wash our fabric in hot water with Synthropol. Synthropol is a very highly concentrated detergent. You only use like a tablespoon for an entire laundry load of fabric. Well, that's how I saved my quilt. It, it was a hand-dyed yellow and it ran, and that was my shoplifting experience that I spoke about in an uh, early podcast. Uh, okay. But do you wash all your fabrics then with Synthropol? We, we wash all of the fabrics with Synthropol in hot water, but we also rinse them at least twice. 
And we've never had a complaint from one single customer in six years that their fabric bled or ran or had a problem. But even so, I tell everyone that buys my fabric, go ahead and wash it again in your water, in hot, hot water. And if you don't have Synthropol at that point, just a good detergent because we've already used the Synthropol, but in hot, hot water to mm -hmm. get any excess dyes out. Because dyeing is a chemical process, our chemicals in our water might be running, making the fabric run perfectly clear, and yet whenever that same fabric is put in your water where you live, there might be a different chemical reaction that releases a few more of the undyed, unbonded dye molecules. And so we just encourage people to wash their fabric one more time before they use it, but we've not really had any complaints. Well, your quilts are beautiful. Are they all pretty much done with your hand dyes now? Um, I would say for the last maybe six years, my quilts are almost exclusively hand-dyed fabrics, but it, it hasn't stopped me from buying commercial fabrics. <laughs> I still go out and I buy things that I like. Um, I have the idea to do a, a mountain cabin quilt with bears and wolves and elks and those kind of things, and I'm not going to be dyeing that fabric. So I still like buying commercial fabric, but most of the quilts that people see and know me for are made with hand-dyed fabrics. Well, you're not one to um, toot your own horn, but I would like you to tell everybody about the prize you just won. <laughs> um, in April of this year, uh, a quilt that I had made called Fire Dragon Rhapsody won the Bernina Machine Workmanship Award at the AQS show in Paducah, Kentucky, and I was... I was totally stunned, surprised, and thrilled and honored. It was awesome. I've only won once, and I couldn't sleep. I mean, it just, like, gets you on a high, doesn't it? It absolutely does. Did sure you does. do anything special with the money you won? Well, I did. <laughs> People, well, there's a story behind it. I, I struggled because, I mean, you don't, people think that you have to give your quilt up to the museum. You do not have to give up your quilt, but if you keep your quilt, you don't get the money. And these it's good money, too. It's good money, yeah. lots of money. And so uh, I decided if I was going to relinquish this quilt, I wasn't going to use this money to pay bills. It was going to be total play money because I really loved this quilt. And so uh, I am now the proud owner of a Harley-David motorcycle. <laughs> So I'm a, a quilter on motorcycles, and I've, I've got to put this plug in, Alex. We're starting a Quilters on Motorcycles Club. Are you? Are and you? every July, we're going to have a Southern Colorado bike run for quilters that ride motorcycles. And do you know what? We've got a huge list already. I was going to say, I saw the Sisters Outdoor Quilt Show on a Harley. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, my kids came home and said, you won't let us get on motorcycles. And I said, look, by the time I'm you're my age, you could do what you want. Do you have a tattoo yet with that? I don't have a tattoo yet. <laughs> but even if I did. I might keep that a secret. I can't tell every single thing. Oh, I love it. Okay, well, it is August of um, 2006, and you have some really cool things on the calendar coming up that I want to make sure everybody knows about. Absolutely. Um, the sem I'm, I've started doing seminars. Uh, I have to preface this by saying that the quilt world, the people that are listening to this podcast will definitely understand a quilt guild hires you, you come in and you do workshops and perhaps a lecture for their monthly meeting. A quilt shop will have you come in and do a workshop with 12 to 20 people. And um, it, it really uh, has become uh, the way we do it. And yet I believe that the seven last words of a dying 
organization, a dying anything, is we never did it that way before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, it always change has to happen, and so we've come up with a new concept called the, the seminar. It's an on-stage experience, meaning the student does not schlep sewing machines. They do not bring fabric. They don't have to worry if they have elbow space. They're not going to have to worry if there's enough irons in the classroom. They simply come and sit and listen. And in the seminar, I can teach as many as 12 days worth of classes in a two-day experience. And we give the students a syllabus that has all of the information, and then that can be like a smorgasbord for them. Maybe they like this particular topic, and they want to go home and try it, but mm -hmm. they didn't particularly care for this other one. And, you know, when, when teachers like myself do travel to guilds, we don't pick our classes. The classes are generally picked by the program you're person. Right, right. We give them a menu, and, so, and then there's the problem of maybe we've booked out two years, the guild has waited two years for this to happen, and then the people that are on the waiting list, they don't get to have the experience of the teacher at all. So what was the purpose of them waiting? The only limitation to the seminar is the size of the auditorium. If we have a huge auditorium, then we can have a huge crowd. Well, you've been scouting the country for wonderful venues. We have, and, and we've been doing the Ricky Timms Quilt Seminar now for about two and a half years. We've done about 15 of these. They have been widely accepted, Everyone is skeptical at first. When they come, they go, wow, the best money I've ever spent for a quilting event. I learned more in these two days than I ever thought possible. And I have to say, they sort of peg me. You know, I have one book. I only have one book. And everybody just assumes that Ricky Timms is all about convergence quilts, but that's so not true. I try to do everything to hit the traditional quilter, mm -hmm. the contemporary art quilter, the beginning quilter, and the advanced quilter. Well, do you have any more left this year? We do. We have one Ricky Thames Quilt Seminar in Farmington, New Mexico on December the 8th and 9th. But next year, the exciting news is, and you know about this. I know, but this is it, gang. This is the big announcement. Hang on, hang yeah. on to your hats. Yeah. We're starting what we call the Ricky Tim Super Quilt Seminar. These will be held next year in four locations throughout the United States. And it will not just be me on stage teaching what I know, but I will be sharing the stage with... Me, me, yes, me, with, me! With <laughs> Alex Anderson and also everybody's favorite, Libby Lehman. Oh, I'm so excited excited. Ricky, this is just so awesome. So let me give them the dates, okay, all right? Cool. So get your pencils, get ready to write, or, or listen to it again. Or listen to it again. <laughs> or go to the rickytims.com website. But we have San Diego, California, March 29 through 31. Richmond, Virginia, July 19 through 21. Omaha, Nebraska, August 16 through 18. And Knoxville, Tennessee, September 13 through 16. And we just would love to see people there. It's an incredible opportunity. And one thing without getting into the specifics of the cost, it's very, very reasonable. And if you get groups together, it gets less and yeah. less expensive, correct? We have, we have yeah. small group and large group. So come with your guild. Come wear your fancy, you know, look-alike hats or outfits or whatever. We even had one group that came together and they held, you know, like at the football game, they held all the posters up that said, Go Ricky. In the oh, you're back. kidding. We have a blast. Oh, so it's man. really reasonable and we learn a lot. So just sort of be 
wrapping your mind around a new concept in learning how to quilt? Well, I want to share that Ricky called me shortly after I got the news of Simply Quilts, and I thought, you know, if things like this are going to happen, this isn't half bad at all. I'm Good. so excited. Well, I just, we're, we're glad to have oh, you on board. Wonderful. It's going to be an exciting event. Well, now, actually, right now, we're sitting in your gallery in La Veda. Is it La Veda or La Vida? La Vida. La Vida. Okay. La Vida, Colorado, which is charming, and this studio is unbelievable. It, we are really proud. This is an unexpected detour, sort of, in my general business plans. But uh, La Vida, Colorado is a small town in south-central Colorado. We're not in the Four Corners area. We're in the center of the state. I was trying to find us on the weather map this morning. Okay, it's a little difficult to find. We are, we are a town of 924 year-round residents, but uh, there's already been people calling it the, the new little Santa Fe. So there's a lot of culture, a lot of diversity here, and we really enjoy the area. We we now have our main executive offices and our dye facilities and my recording studio all in the upstairs of this building that we're in. But the downstairs, as we're, we're sitting right now, is an art quilt gallery. And our motivation here is to promote the art quilter, to give them an opportunity to have their works sold. We have competitions and ex exhibitions. The exhibition that is currently hanging on the walls around us is called All Natural. And let me say, folks, it's wonderful. It is inspiring. It's fresh. The setting is clean. It's crisp. And the quilts just sing. It is. And so the theme on Natural, visions of nature. So all of these quilts have some aspect of nature, whether even if it's abstract, they've still pulled out the subject of nature. But I also wanted to let everyone know. This is big. Yeah. About the new, new competition for art quilters called Expressions the art quilt. Uh, we've already had the jurying process, so this particular one is finished as far as submissions. But the opening will be on September the 30th here in the gallery in La Vida, Colorado from 6 to 9. Do people need reservations for They that? can come. Okay. It's open to the public. Okay. But then it will hang in this, in this gallery all of October, November, and December so people could come and see it. But then it will embark on a two-year international tour. It will be in Japan. It will go to England. We've got. Uh, it's going to be at the Museum of the American Quilter Society in Paducah. It's quite exciting that this is going to tour, and the show will repeat every two years. So people can start planning now for their submission two years from now for the expressions, the art quilt exhibition, and the best of show prize is two thousand dollars. So it's not shabby. No, We've that's got not. Some really no, wonderful no. Quilts. I think this is really exciting, and I can't wait to see the quilts myself. Also, I do. I wanted to mention this, but I do retreats here in La Vida. Um, people are now coming to spend a whole week. We take the quilts off the wall. It's between the gallery shows. So the quilts are off the wall. The walls become design walls. And I will have 11 students at a time for a whole week. And they can sew 24 hours a day and be truly, we call this place paradise. La Vida is paradise. So uh, if people are interested, again, it's the rickytims.com website. And I'll link them through on mine. And if you, That'll be good. If you don't mind, I'd like to take some pictures for people to look at, sure, too. Sure, absolutely. You know? I mean, this is just an extraordinary place. You know, Ricky, um, you have a mission statement that I really admire, and I would like you to share it with everyone. Well, 
my mission statement basically is to do everything I can in life to inspire people to, to, to reach beyond the unreachable and to believe in the impossible. And everything that I try to do in my quilting and my music, uh, having the gallery here, it's really all about trying to give a gift with the talents that I've been given. I always had people say, when they maybe, maybe I'm telling funny stories and they think I'm a comedian. And then I play the piano and they go, wow, you're talented. And they look at me and I've won a prize winning quilt. And they kind of come up to me with sour face and they go, it's just not fair. I hate you. And, yeah. And, but my response is, it's not fair if I don't share. Yeah. If I don't share it back, then I feel very uh, selfish. And everything, you know me, everything I do, I work hard as I can to really give a gift back. And it's worked pretty well, and I hope that it has inspired people. Well, your gift is not only feeding us with our spirit and our eye and our education, but also your music, Ricky. I love to put on your CDs while I'm working, and um, it's just incredible. You have a new CD coming out? Well, it's actually just released this mm -hmm. August. It's called Sacred Age. It's all original music that I've composed for the CD. It is piano because that's what I am. By the way, I don't play guitar. People see the cowboy hat and they think I play guitar. <laughs> I'm a classically trained pianist, but my music is would can be fall under the category of inspirational, perhaps a little bit slant towards new age. Um, but it's uh, it's pleasant piano it's music. It's beautiful and music. And this new CD is infused with Native American flute, hand drums, rattles and shakers. So it has this aura of the Southwest, and it's still orchestrated with real strings. It's just a beautiful CD. Well, before we close, I'm going to beg of you to play something for us. Okay. I, actually, but since we talked about a little bit of La Vida, yeah, yeah. I wrote a song called La Vida Loca. And I just want to say, um, when you play, we'll close, but I predict wonderful things will continue to happen in this studio. What do you think, Ricky? Uh, we sure hope it will. And Man. we sure appreciate everybody's support. Well, it's the best. And thank you so much. But I want to hear you play now. Okay. This is La Vida Loca. <laughs> <laughs> 